using r slash revenge on reddit because of course i'm gonna start off on that our first story comes from user warrior white this story is super long his words of illegal practices and abuse. It's super cosmetic for me to write this. I'm going to spare no expense from the dirt. I've now been out of the company long enough that I feel safe and secure enough to post about how I left my six year long career at a famous fan sub shop. I've always posted stories about entitled customers and parents from there. But this one will be about my super and super entitled ass out of a box how I got my sweet revenge when I finally left the company. How it started. When I was 25, I was in a pretty weird situation where I needed a job and I could not afford to be picky about which one I got. I just happened to be in a local sub shop asking the manager if they were hiring. And no one was there that day. He hired me on the spot and I started working the next day. Training went quick and I was working 40 hours a week and finally earning some money. My first risk red flag was that Something that was not exactly normal was the fact that the manager quit less than a month after I had, I had been hired. She had asked for weekends off to be with her children, and the owner told her no. She actually made a fully functional schedule that worked for everyone that gave her Saturdays off. And he put her back to Wednesday job, so she just walked out. I was promoted to manager with less than a month of training under me. I was determined to save the job and I was going to enjoy the dollar wage that came with it. So I taught myself how to do inventory and food orders. I taught myself how to make schedules and do all the other things that a sub shop manager does. And made it so functional that our owner had me teach other managers that he hired at his other franchise locations. They owned six shops in total. They were scattered all over the place. And two of them, when I worked at, were less than a mile from each other. The society wanted to have a monopoly in the city and bought the last sub shop in the area. He made me area manager and put me at the new location. Basically, my daily job was this. Show up at 11 a.m. and relieve the store opener. Make sure that everything was functioning. Work until 7 p.m. when I would be relieved by the closer. Then I would drive to the other two locations to check and make everything, make sure everything was okay. Some days I would drive to location in the morning before my shift started and I would drive to a location after my shift started. On Tuesdays I did inventories, on Wednesdays I did three stores worth of delivery owners. The store I was working at was slow enough that it technically only needed one person working at the time with a little overlap during the lunch and dinner rush. It kind of sucked sometimes. If they caught busy, you were doing it all on your own. You had to help customers during your lunch break. And you didn't, you didn't technically get breaks. Going to the bathroom is example. I still dread hearing that doorbell go off when I was mixed. At first, it was a perfectly reasonable job. I had the stores operating effectively, everything was organized, inventory counts were very accurate, and there were very little shrinks. Customers were happy. That lasted about six months before things started getting illegal. I think my boss.
exposed to having some sort kind of personal or marriage problems and was taking it out on his path. Both he and his wife came from super rich families, millionaires. I've been to their mansion one time for a birthday party, indoor and outdoor pool, private movie theater, theater complete with bar and popcorn maker. They had tasks to burn. The first illegal thing happened when when our store got broken into. I think broke the window with a rock and tried to find the cash box. It was locked in the safe. He didn't get anything, but he did try. But he did try open the till to find it empty. The police called me since my number was on the whiteboard marked as emergency contact. I showed up into inventory and told the police the thief had stolen nothing. I even gave them video footage of the thief. Three days later, the cops came back and asked me to confirm how much had been stolen from the store. I told them zero dollars. Turns out, my boss reported a loss of $500 from the cash box. I'm not sure if he got fined for filing a fake false police report. He showed up at work the next day and yelled at me. He told me, You don't tell the cops anything else unless I give you permission next time. Over the next couple of months, he also started becoming a penny pincher at all of his locations. He would jack up the price of the subs to the maximum amount he was allowed to buy the franchise. He would skimp on the veggies and would yell at us if he put on the recommended amount. If the recipe called for 8 slices of turkey, he told us to put on 6. Basically picking off all my veggies. Which, it killed our business. Which meant we were earning less, which made him more of a penitentiary. He started breaking in the store, and he wouldn't hire professionals to fix it. He would bring in rent and pay them in beer. I remember his mechanic friend coming in to fix our freezer over 10 times in a year. It never properly kept the food at freezing temperatures and leaked water into the freezer. When all the inspectors would come in, they would point it out and say, my boss would say, yeah, I'm getting fixed next. I was so nervous getting frozen bread on the freezer that was basically 33 degrees all the time. Our frozen bread was ropey half the time. I dealt with this for multiple years. I know I'm an idiot. I should have run away long ago, but I was literally living hand to mouth. And me and my husband were trying to keep a roof over our heads. We were both working 60 plus hours a week. We just didn't have our lives together enough to be 50. If I was going to leave that store, I would need to find a job that paid 1.5 times the minimum wage to start a pay to make the same amount I was doing 60 hours a week as an area manager. It was when my boss started doing illegal labor law practices that I began seriously looking to leave. I handled faxing and the payroll at the end of every week. There's always a little store to next to your clocking that out when the time has been altered. I'll fix it if someone forgets to clock in, forgets to clock out, etc. I started noticing everyone's hours had been adjusted multiple times or multiple days. The boss was cutting people's hours back by half an hour as they clocked in at 6 which ages to 6.30. I pointed this out to him. He used the excuse to stand around and wait on every shift. Oh, I'll take that time away. 
installed video cameras. She would literally watch them from home with a stopwatch and send me a text at the end of the day telling me to retract certain amounts of time from everybody's shit. I told him no. If he wanted this done, he could do it himself. It was crazy illegal and I wanted no part of it. I also discovered something one year when he was showing me how to do the year and reports were tax filing. Even though the stores were franchised and were all owned and operated by him and then his wife. His individual store, he had registered under a different business name and a different bank. I.e., you work to store A, you got a paycheck from Waldo and Sons LLC. And if you covered somebody's shift at store B the same, you got a second paycheck from Waldo Inc. Etc. 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 I asked him why he did this, as it seemed incredibly unnecessary and complicated. He told me it was for tax purposes. He paid less taxes if he registered each store as its own individual franchise. I pointed out that this was illegal. He said he would get away with it by claiming each store was owned by someone else in his family, i.e. the store was owned by his wife, the store was in his name, the store was in his brother's name, etc. It was super shady. I had already been there for six years dealing with this crap. I was fixing to be very sick. I had enough saved up to cover bills for at least three months to give me time to find a new job. I kept telling him that if he pushed me too far, I would leave him high and dry with no area manager. He would have to come all the way out to the man's stores himself. Showed up to the stores maybe once a week. He mostly went to the stores closest to his house. He hated having to drive an hour-long drive from where he lived to my three stores way out in the boondock. The day finally came when he, where he pushed me to my breaking point. Inspectors of the franchise came monthly. It was technically required to find three things wrong at every location because nobody could be perfect. There were minor, moderate, and major errors they could find. Major errors got thrown aside. I only had one major area found between my three stores in the six years there. But one day, the boss started yelling at me because of it, it burnt out a light bulb in the oven. It was a minor error, but he laid it into me like I had gotten the store shelf now. It was so bad, my mother and father heard him yelling at me from the phone speaker. My dad promised to cover my rent until I can find get a new job. I just sat silently and let him yell. When I said, when it was over, I said, okay, I'll do better tomorrow, and then hung up. That night, I stayed super late finding all the phone numbers for Ellen, their eyes, OSHA, and all the legal resources I could. Next day, I didn't go into work. I stayed home making phone calls. So I text from the boss telling him to adjust people's hours. I had recordings from our security cameras of him changing the dates of on the prep food. He didn't throw it away as soon. I even had five years plus worth of pay stubs from three different business names, owned by the same by three different people, but all signed by him. Ellen and I was incredibly interested to hear about time, the time clock adjustments. 
be happily accepted emailed all the copies of all my text logs and the several dozen pages of facts page up. I also learned you should have been paying me overtime for working 20 hours extra each week. He told me I was salary. Yeah, he cursed my case hourly. I ended up speaking to a couple different people about his fraudulent tax and money practices. Every single one of them wanted copies of my pay stubs and proof that they were owned by the same person. The best call I say for a uh, call to the health, local health inspector. I informed them about the leak visa, changing of state from prep food, disgusting practice keeping food far past its expiration date. Then book that we literally just wrote down number random numbers instead of taking the chance because it was still long to do that every two hours. One of my personal favorites, the time a plumber was fixing the toilet and literally put the poopy water out into our lot. The boss made us keep the store open and mop it up quickly, right in front of the customer. The health inspector was very interested. All of these calls I did while getting dozens of angry voicemails and texts from my boss asking me where the hell I was. Since I was literally supposed to be working a shift and didn't show up, Poor opener had to stay late, and the clothes had to come in early. I felt a little bad about that, but he knew the next day the boss himself would have to come in to cover the shift unless he hired someone, somebody and trained them overnight. I ignored every single one of his phone calls. I just never went back, not even for my last paycheck. I never heard back about getting all that paid up, unpaid overtime. But he did hear through the grapevine about the fallout of what happened the next few months. Soon my boss's stores were completely shut down. As in, health inspectors put a red warning label on the doors and gave him one month to fix all the problems before they would let him open again. He lost his franchise rights with the company. He had to sell all of his stores to other franchisees. Since he was still playing back loans on a couple of them, he had to sell them at a loss. Almost every single one of his employees working for him got huge payouts for the missing time he had made on their time trap. One former employee I met up almost a year later told me he got a $5,000 check. He had only been there for a year. I also learned my boss got put on two years probation on low, low of prison time. Apparently he failed his first surprise drug test, so he ended up spending a couple weeks behind bars anyway. I found out through social media that my boss's wife left him for you to let him get his head screwed on right. And when they got the back together, she made him be a stay-at-home dad while she went out and ran the stores that were still in her name. I know it's an honest climactic as some other pro-revenge stories on the side, but I felt so good to basically flip him in the bird and let him sleep in the bed that he had made. I put another job now. I get paid the same amount and I was earning from him, but I only work 40 hours a week. I get actual lunch breaks now. I get overtime now. I actually didn't realize how illegal his practices had been until I started working a normal 9 to 5 job. The idea of taking a lunch break without having to help customers in the middle of it is just wonderful. Sorry, about, sorry for how long the story was, but I hope people will enjoy the absolute craziness that was my ass-ass boss. Now all of you know I'll probably eat 
never eat on another chain slash franchise shop again. Lol. Wow, Loki, that's quite a interesting story. You basically just screwed your boss over and just flipped in the bird and said, fuck you. Impressive and I feel and good for you. You actually have a good job now. Um, I wish you the best in your life. Well then, that's the end of this episode. First episode, and I think we did fairly well. Next episode should be coming in maybe two or three days. But I don't know, as I have almost human. This was a crazy story. Well, I'll see you in the next one. Bye!